Everybody, my name is Ed, and welcome to the fourth ever Hogcast. That's right, this podcast is four weeks old. <laughs> uh, basically, a whole month. Congratulations, us. Now, what better way to celebrate an entire month of Hogcast audio experiencing than with the other half of Luke and James Play? Please welcome to the Game Hog Hogcast, Mr. Luke Bolton of Luke and James Play. Say hello, Luke. Hello there, Hogs. It's oh, I, it's Isla, Luke. oh, sorry, it's Isla McTeer. Sorry, I've got the wrong guests this week. Shit, sorry. Luke, how on earth are you? Last week we had your compadre James on the channel, and did you get a chance to listen to that hogcast? I was lucky enough to listen to all one hour and 30-odd minutes of that exquisite audio journey. What an indulgence that must have been. Well, we had a good chat last time, and uh, obviously people have been wondering why we didn't have both of you on, but a lot of people are saying they prefer the idea of that one-on-one setting of us getting to know each other, so I thought I'd get both you and James in on separate occasions so that we can get each other... I don't know, a bit more comfortable and just get to get to know the different parts of your brain that maybe we don't already know. Yes. So are you are you ready for the Game Hog Hogcast? Yeah, I'm extremely ready. I'm I'm hyped. You've got me hyped, I'm Ed. Extremely ready. Good. That's exactly what I want to hear. Right now, as some of you have already learned from an entire month worth of hogcasting, we start and end every single one of our podcasts with a questionnaire. Now we obviously open with the pivot questionnaire from inside the actor's studio, and we end with a quickfire questionnaire catered to to the guests that we have today. Now, I should mention, you guys need to listen to the end for this questionnaire because I must say, I've I've done myself really proud today and this is going to be a belter. Luke, you are going to have some really tough questions thrown at you today. But we're going to start off with the nice and easy one. So, Luke, to kick Ooh. off the Gamehog Hogcast, what is your favourite word? My favourite word would be cock. <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't expecting it straight away. To be fair, there is something quite nice about cock. That's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. But like, there's something really nice about the word. I suppose it's got that kind of bite to it or the cuttingness of the k- sound. Yeah. I don't know. I did, and it's quite comical. Just, you know, you could just whip out a cock. <laughs> Wow, we're barely a couple of minutes in and we've already gone straight in for the cock jokes. Not, Amazing. I don't want to lie to you, Ed. It's, it's not my favourite word. I just wanted to talk about cocks right at the beginning. In fairness, it is my favourite word for a penis because there's something really great about calling it a cock and yeah. two balls. I, I must say, peen has got worked its way up there now. I do that enjoy That is true. Peen has become very powerful. Okay, well, if that isn't really your favourite word, what is your favourite word? Um, I don't really have a favourite word. I'm, no? I don't know. Let There's me... so many beautiful words out there. One of mine is the word vacuous. And I love wow. using that to describe boring, basic people. Usually <laughs> Instagram models or things like that. You could just describe them as vapid or vacuous. And they're wonderful words for me. I adore that. Do you not have any word like that? Jim's was the word beautiful, which I thought was a lovely I think choice. mine might be excrement. <laughs> <laughs> because it's, I like using it in the wrong way. So obviously, you, to say, you do like saying that when you say excellent. Yeah, I just thinking that, about and it, it makes me laugh. I, I say it quite often, I think. So I might go with that for now. See, I'm a big fan of the word feculence <laughs> to describe feces. <laughs> feculence. It's such an unused word, but it's really funny. <laughs> it's not, it's, it sounds quite important when you say I it. It does. It almost sounds scientific, yeah. doesn't it? We have 
studied the feculence of this ah. animal and discovered that it was in fact a Tyrannosaurus rex. Ah, what we have here is an excellent example of feculence. An excrement example <laughs> of feculence. <laughs> exactly, Ed. See, it works. So, Luke, if cock or feces, and that is your favourite word, yeah, what I mean, is your least favourite word? Ooh. Ah. Moist. Ah, see, this is one that I bring up a lot. There's a bit of a meme about the word moist. Oh, is there? There is. It's kind of like everyone's least favourite word. There's something about it. I don't know if it's the way it sounds. I, like Yeah, I think it's the, you know, because the, there's other words that kind of tick me off as well, like little. Little? When someone says little, they say it weird. Little. Oh, because they say little. Yeah, they go little. They, uh, see, oh. I had an ex-girlfriend who used to point this out to me, and I oh. never noticed it. But now I'll never notice anything else. Everyone listening to this podcast is now going to hear themselves say little. In fact, I guarantee two or three of you just <laughs> said it out loud yeah. now. Because I did. There's one other I dislike as well. Go on. <laughs> Which is meal. <laughs> right, meal? Meal. I don't like the word meal. I don't like whole meal. Because that <laughs> as a word is like a very strange mouthful. I don't like it when... I don't mind it, sorry, when the guy... You know, from the from the video, a succulent Chinese meal. <laughs> oh, right. I love that. I like that bit, though. Love a succulent that. Chinese yeah. meal. Just meal in... Oh, we're going for a meal. I don't know. I just... maybe. <laughs> what would you rather say? Dinner, dinner I guess. Yeah. For eats, we're mate. Go out, out for food, bruv. <laughs> <laughs> Got out for dinner. Okay, fine. I kind of like your choices of these words. This is why I like these little questionnaires, is because they're nice ways of getting to see inside your brain. Yeah. They, it prompts the cogs to start t- uh, whirring and ticking over in your brain and that's of. true and I think that's probably why James Lipton from Inside the Actor Studio does this because it is just brilliant now moving on to more of these questions Luke this is more of the heavier question because obviously the first two are a little bit easier but what turns you on creatively spiritually or emotionally mm. creatively would be you know getting good vibes from others I, well let's I'll go back to when I was at school and I you know I got I used to be known as sort of like the Goofy clown, class clown, the joker. boisterous one who would shout in the yeah, class. Yeah, who would just like teacher would ask thing. a simple question. I'd be one with the stupid sarcastic answer, hand straight up. You know, she's like, "Yes, Luke," and it's like, you know, Cox. you were the Bart Simpson <laughs> of your school. Yeah, just and like so, and I like to make people laugh. Sure. Obviously, I'm. I'm I used to be very goofy and really weird at school. People used to go, "Oh, you're weird," but good weird. I'm like, but that was oh, a cool, good cool. thing back yeah. then. Yeah. So, so. What turns me on creatively would be not not necessarily making people laugh. I don't think I'm a, a tremendously funny, but getting getting a good reaction from people, you know, like, you know, making their day maybe a little better, cheering them up. I mean, even if it's like a little sarcastic to and fro, you're still getting that sort of interaction with people i have to i have to actually very much agree with you on this because growing up at school i was the same because i wasn't amazingly popular no and so my my release of that was getting a laugh from everyone by doing something stupid (laughs) or saying something funny and that was my kind of emotional release back then so i resonate with that feeling a lot and i'm sure a lot of other people listening do it's it's a very typical thing of if you're that class clown kind of thing you still get, I still get a vibe of making people laugh, or it still gives me a feeling that I don't get anywhere else. Like, being on stage at MCM, for instance, if you tell a good joke on there and the room laughs like a stand-up set, that's a great feeling. Exactly. It's just nice to sort of make people feel better, really. Exactly. When someone's down, you can make them laugh, and you've made their day that little bit better, and that's always nice. Yeah. And, um, 
I have nothing to add. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> well, I that segues us neatly into the next question on the questionnaire. What turns you off? Um, what, creatively and spiritually and emotionally and all yeah, that stuff? Yeah, sure. Like stuff, stuff like that that puts you off life or stuff that really irks you. R- what, something that really gets my feculence going. <laughs> yeah, sure. Let's go for the hat. <laughs> Does that work? Um, that works. I don't know. I'm, do you know what? I've got... I actually have quite good patience with people, just in general. But... I don't at all. I'm a terrible man when it comes to patience. I, I don't just, like... I get annoyed. Yeah, I mean, the general... The, the the collective stupidity of the general populace really <laughs> fecks me off, actually. <laughs> just how stupid people can be. I know what you mean. Do you know what I mean? Like, every day you're reminded of it, and it, it's almost always... I said this in the Spammels podcast, but it's the BBC comment sections <laughs> on the news. Go in there if you want to see the stupidest people on earth. <laughs> You can't rival these people. They're just mental. And they all have opinions where it just makes you go, what? Where have you been brought up? Yeah. Or what kind of media do you absorb where this is the thing that you think? Yeah, it's like, just open your mind for a minute and stop living in like the 1990s or whatever. So basically, stupidity is the thing that turns you off. Yeah, you don't like not, ignorance don't, or stupidity. Yeah, I don't believe I'm like all an almighty oracle no, that but sees that's above really everyone else. beyond common sense and things like yeah. that. That's the stuff you get annoyed with. Yeah, just, just, just general idiots. Like, I mean, I'm probably one of those general idiots, but I don't you know, like do anyone harm with my stupidity. It's just, you know, you just think, just people, you know, when they're driving in day-to-day when you're like, they're all stopping to look at something. And you're like, just get on with your life, you know? Yeah, people are idiots in that regard. Mm. It's also, we're, we're programmed in a weird way that if you walk past a sign that says, like, wet paint, do not touch, you can't help but go... But mm. is it wet? Yeah, well, that's <laughs> so natural I have to, curiosity. I have to go I've and investigate myself in case it was lying to me. I don't know <laughs> if that's just me. This sign is lying. Yeah, exactly. You bastard. How dare you? This paint's dry. <laughs> <laughs> now, Luke, we kind of already covered this question with your favourite word, but mm. what is your favourite curse word? Now, Liam is a very big fan of the C word, which obviously ah. we don't say in this whole cast. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Oh, no. Sh- sorry. I'll have to censor that. Sorry. There we go. Oh, well, actually, that's going to sound even worse when I censor it afterwards because it's going to sound flour. like I actually swore. Yeah, no, we were saying cornflower, but I've been censoring it and editing, and now I've realised it sounds terrible. I'm sorry, but basically, <laughs> we, we've had quite a few different people saying different things. My favourite curse words, a lot of them are the British ones. I yeah. like a bugger, a wanker. A, I prefer the pronunciation bastard instead of bastard things like that do you have anything that you love as a curse word uh favorite curse word Hmm. what's my go-to curse word there's such an array of fantastic words you can use (laughs) there's such a great choice of swears yeah i mean you've got the standard ones but what's the one i really break out when i need to do you know what I do you know what I actually I'm quite I find quite offense to go on this is when it's directed towards myself actually is when people call me a prick Really, you don't... Yeah. I actually, do you know what? I think I mentioned this as well in another podcast, is that there's a different connotation to someone being an asshole, a prick, mm. or the C word. You know, like, they're all... They all kind of imply the same thing, like your genitals or something, but yeah. they all have their own meaning. Yeah. A prick is somebody really obnoxious, yeah. isn't it? And it's someone yeah. who you just... you When you go, they're a prick, you just know. know they're a bad guy. Yeah, and obviously... I don't get called it many times, but I don't know. It just, that one, 
seems to be my most hated one. There were a lot of those I used to have at school. Like, I used to hate the word freak. Freak. Because yeah, did you ever, did you ever have that at school? That was such a harsh thing to say to someone. Like, you freak. Such a freak. <laughs> I guess Whoa. really I was called weird, so weird and freak kind of go together. <laughs> right, yeah, you were hand used to it by then. <laughs> But yeah, sorry, I didn't answer your question, did I? Cock's not really a swear word, is it? Cock but, isn't um, really a swear word, but I suppose we could go with prick if we want to go with ruder words, because, I don't know, like the Fs and Ss and stuff of the world, they're all pretty standard to standard use. Standard now, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it kind of lost all meaning to me when I was maybe 11. <laughs> By that point, I'd been effing and blinding for years. Yeah, it's just part of my everyday Arsenal now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know what you mean. I'm armed with it as well. Spavels has said that he tries his hardest to not swear, but that's a filter I don't have or want on YouTube because I yeah. know it's one place I can swear and not get punished for it. Well, outside of the algorithm, at least. The thing is, Fuck the more them. you say it, the le- like the less power it has as a swear. Well, South Park embodied this by featuring an episode that says the word shit 500 times or something. <laughs> and so by the end... It loses its meaning because you've heard it so much. And that's kind of what you need. You need to stop letting four letters arranged in a particular way cause offense. Also, for some reason, you can you can change the syllable or you can you can put a symbol instead of the vowel in the paper. And that constitutes censoring the word. But it's like, I know what word you've said. If you put F asterisk CK, yeah. I know that says fuck, because it doesn't say fuck or fick. <laughs> so, don't you, that's the closest thing sun readers get to a crossword. So that's the thing. Could they write feck in a paper? Technically, yes. Well, I suppose, but could you then say something like, could I say cont on the radio? Yeah, see, I like to say uh, that word, but with an S. So really? sunt. Oh, a sunt. Yes, because he's a pr- sunt. You oh, sunt. I suppose that is a way of getting away with it because we haven't said the band word. Yeah, exactly. So we found I mean, a loophole here. Imagine we've... if you and I had a radio show, we'd be swearing, <laughs> effing, and blinding, but they wouldn't be swear words. They'd be kind of like a sunt oh, on line one. Liberty gibbet. Oh no, that's a, that's a username. I can't use that. Liberty gibbet. That was Kyrie from MCM. Yes, that's no, Kyrie. I, Kyrie I can't use that as a swear word. That'd be unfair. No, we can't do that. She cannot be a swear word. She can't be a swear word. We're not going to make her a swear word. But what we can do, Luke, is we can move on to the next question of the Pivot questionnaire. So what sound or noise do you love? Now, bubble wrap and things like that are quite common, but what would you say is yours? Well, I like the sound of a piano. Oh, that's a lovely answer. So I really do enjoy a piano played, obviously, well. Naturally, yeah. (laughs) But just, yeah, just, you know, not a particular type of piano. Preferably an actual one, not like a synthesized one or whatever sure but like a proper piano you know even even a piece of classical music or whatever just do you like it played softly or do you like it when it goes a little bit I, harder like something a bit more intense or do you just like the sound of a piano or is it the kind of soft dulcet tones of being i think a piano sleep? is it really get is a good way to sort of it can it can uh, trigger certain emotions in you so like there's a song called raindrops or Raindrop, right. I think it's by Chopin, that I really like. But it's quite a visual one. <laughs> but I really like the sound to it. Interesting. So it's, it's weird, but it, it doesn't make me sad, but it just makes you think, yeah, if I play this at my funeral, this will get everyone crying. <laughs> so is the I mean? piano your favourite instrument then? Uh, yeah, I'd say so. I mean, I can't actually play any instrument, but... Can you not? Is that something you wish you could do? 
Um, I actually wish I could play drums. Drums. Drums is yeah. quite a popular one because I think everyone has like a a slight inner rhythm to them that they want to get out by beating stuff. Yeah. And learning well, to do that is quite fun. Yeah. When I was at college, obviously, I actually trained. I did sa- uh, sound engineering at college. Did and, you? Uh, yeah. And uh, so you think I'd have better knowledge of sound. <laughs> <laughs> but I did it for a degree and mine's pretty shit knowledge, yeah. to be fair. I mean, I just you, I just recorded bands in booths. That's all I did, really. But that's pretty good experience. That's a yeah. great thing to yeah, learn. I, mean, I, I could, think I could have been a sound engineer at a studio, like if that was the kind of thing you pursued. Then yeah, yeah it's very hard to get into that sort of. Work. It is, and that was kind of what guy, I told myself you know? when I first got into it. Well, when yeah. I was at uni, I first went going, oh, "I'm going to be a sound engineer," and then that turned into, "Oh fuck, there aren't actually any jobs yeah. being a sound engineer." So it turned into, "I'm going to be a presenter because I want to be a radio presenter and TV See, that- presenter." Yeah. Yeah, see, that probably suits my personality better. I didn't actually apply to do sound engineering. It was just, uh, it happened to be the only course available. And right. if I wasn't in education, I would have to pay rent to stay at home with my mum. So right. it was like, go to school or find a job. And I didn't really want to find a job. And my friend was like, hey, there's this music tech course going. And I was like, Sick, sure, give it a go. Right. Everyone in there seemed pretty cool. And I was like, um, so I can't play an instrument. He's like, you don't need one. Don't need to know. That's not what this course yeah. is for. Like, this is about getting sweet. other people who play instruments. Yes, and doing it well. And I was like, I can do that. Because it's basically like science for music, isn't it? I mean, uh, Pretty much, yeah, I suppose. I actually had to do the science of sound waves and stuff and everything at university because my degree is technically a Bachelor of Science. Oh, wow. So technically, I am a scientist. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, so I actually yeah. got asked that by a cabbie once. Are you a scientist? Yeah, mate. Uh, technically. Technically, yes. Well, I mean, if you want to get technical. But it's, it's one of those things where once you learn about it, you realize how boring it actually yeah. is well when you break everything down to a basic level it's pretty boring well yeah especially when you learn it in that level but i suppose if we're talking about sounds luke yes. what sound or noise do you hate uh i hate james's voice <laughs> wow <laughs> you hear that jim <laughs> slamming yeah. you in the return podcast boom um what do i i the sound I don't like. Think, let me just... <laughs> the sound of babies crying. <laughs> Actually, crying. I, I really dislike people crying. <laughs> Generally crying. No, Actually I'm makes not a me big angry. fan of tears. Yeah, it's just like, just shut up. Shush. Yeah, I'm not... I'm over you. Go away. Please be quiet. <laughs> Especially if I've made them cry. <laughs> yeah, sure. I know I've made you cry. Shut up. Just go away. Shut up. <laughs> I'm not immune to emotion. Apparently, Jim says I lack empathy. Is that true, though? Because that's, a, that's a, like a really bad symptom of being a psychopath. Yeah. I mean, maybe I am, but I haven't killed anyone yet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm open to it. Oh, it's the on. sound of whinging kids, I hate. You yeah. know, it, there's that sound that kids make that, Mom, <laughs> shut up! Like, there's something about that, that if my child ever does it, it'll be like, you shut up, or Daddy's leaving. Yeah, see, being a fairly new father, you're not prepared for just the range of different cries children have. Oh, God, from the and screech to the quiet awful. one to the it's endless awful. one. They Jesus. have so many, like, they can turn it up so much as well. You think you're at max <laughs> to level. volumes you didn't think it could reach. Yeah, they literally DBZ it. They're like, <laughs> and this <laughs> is to cry even further beyond. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it just knocks it up again. You're like, what the hell? <laughs> and it's like because they're sleepy, 
This sort of joins on to when Jim says, I don't like things that don't make sense. Right. Babies are illogical. Yeah, no, no, no. I can, so I completely understand that. And I, I, I agreed with Jim with you yeah. when he said last week, Luke gets annoyed by things that don't work or aren't working yes. properly. And I, that's my problem as well. So I'm obviously going to get super pissed off with a baby. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the one thing that really just gets to me is that obviously they are so tired. So they will scream and strop. <laughs> Right, which it makes to wake themselves up because they're so tired. It's like if a computer did that, it would explode because it's like a paradox that just can't be solved. So why is that like in a human's nature? That, that's to a be great its only question. response. Well, it's, it to- proves that we aren't built properly. Anybody who believes no. in intelligent design is an idiot. Because the fact that we can't do that, the fact that women aren't built to actually hold a child in their womb, things like that, like, none of it's good. No. <laughs> All of us are broken, and babies are another clear instance of that. Well, fair <laughs> enough. I think the sound of noise of hating, the sound of crying or children crying is is well within your right there. Yeah. I think most people probably do have that. They just uh, probably have other things they dislike more. No, and that's the same reason that I could never be like a teacher. Or well, that's the same reason oh, Liam yeah. said he could never be a teacher. Because I, I don't really like kids that much. I suppose that brings us neatly into our next question, actually, though, which is what profession other than your own would you not like to attempt? Would I not like to attempt? Yes. What job would you definitely under no circumstances ever want to do? Middle East, <laughs> Middle Eastern journalist for me. Fuck that. One of those ones where they go, we're here in Baghdad in the middle of Crossfire. Um, <laughs> I'm going home. No, no job in the world Why are you is there? worth that. Yeah. No salary on earth could keep me in that Crossfire. I would probably not want to do anything to do with facing customers. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, we agreed with this. Job. Yeah, that, that was Liam's. I, was, oh, I was hated it. it. Yeah, because it's... It's just boring. It's there's something so tedious about having to deal with people. I worked in catering and the and they were all so posh. I remember serving champagne to a man who said, and I quote, I'm so glad there are no homosexuals at this wedding. <laughs> oh to which you know, to which I've gone, I don't want to be in this job anymore if these are the kind of arseholes I'm having to serve champagne yeah. to. Well, this is the thing that goes back to my hate of just general stupidity. You have to just face that I mean, I face that daily anyway. That you know, the people that I deal with aren't particularly clever. What is it that you do for work, Luke? I work with James, but oh, you two I'm actually work boss. together as well as doing a YouTube channel together. Yeah, it's a good thing you don't live together as well, or you'd murder each other. Yeah, well, we don't. We get along fine. Like obviously at work, he's a pain in the ass, right? But that's because of that's how James is. He's like got the attention span of a gnat, <laughs> so he he will he have every good intention to do everything. And he thinks he probably has, but then you're, he just sort of leaves bits and pieces unfinished everywhere. And it's, and it's not Classic very Jim. We yeah, love you, Jim. Yeah. At one point in time, Jim was my boss. So. Wow. You know, really? Yeah, yeah. I used to work at Build-A-Bear Workshop. Build-A-Bear? Yeah. Really? Yeah. And, and that's where I met um, Kelly. Really? Which is my, yeah, my girlfriend, yeah, who I had a baby with. Wow. Yeah. And obviously that was all thanks to Jim. He got me the job there. He got you the job at Builder Bear. Yeah, he had he had the job there, and he was like, "Hey, see, this is the college the college thing." So after college finished, I needed a job. Right. And he he was working at Builder Bear, and he's like, "Hey, come work at Builder Bear. It's awesome." Because at the time, you know, it's kind of like a place where you like the the customers are children, so right. you interact more with the kids. So kids like to have fun, whereas dealing with pissy customers 
is like you know normal like selling clothes or whatever but in Build-A-Bear you talk directly to the child and the child does a selling for you oh god really yeah so the whiny mommy 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 so what, what do you want in the bear I I, I don't know uh, okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> you just have to be overly enthusiastic but at the time it was fun I mean I was pretty young I was like 19 or 18 or whatever Fair so it was, it was it was fun did you have hair back then yes <laughs> lots of hair emo hair yeah, loads of emo hair, covering half my face. Wow. Straightened, hairsprayed. I kind of can't really imagine it now. I've got pictures, man. They exist. They exist. I'll find them. I'll find them. And I'll put, that, hair as out the, there I'll put that as the art for the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I want to know who it is. I'll no, get exactly. That would be amazing. I'll... Like, who's this emo child? Yeah. I never had, like, black hair. I wanted to dye my hair black, to be fair, though. See, Guess growing it. up, when I first discovered like my emo phase, I always wanted to grow my fringe super long. And obviously, because of school, they had very strict rules on being like, you know, your hair can't be touching your collar. Yeah. So when I got to a school that was a bit less lapsed, I grew my hair out and it looked ridiculous. But <laughs> now, now that I'm actually a bit more managed with my hair, I have recently let it get out of control. But my fringe is the longest it's ever been. It goes down to my chin. Wow. But because my hair's a bit fluffier at the moment, it doesn't look it. But I, I don't have sides of my hair anymore. I did. I used to hate the idea of having flat sides of my head with hair, so I would push them out. But I just look like Krusty the Clown. Yes. See, now I don't like my hair sticking out because it makes me look like a mushroom head <laughs> or a crazy scientist. So pull the lever, Eagle. Yeah. Nasta. <laughs> would you like me to pull this lever? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love doing that. That's one of my favourite voices to do. That is a great voice, and you're. Very good at it. <laughs> yeah, I've kind of lost track now. But yeah, James was my boss. I'm now his boss. It's boring as hell. We sell plastic to people who are ridiculously stupid. <laughs> Sounds joyous. But basically, you're doing the job that you'd rather not be doing. Yeah, then. so basically, I'm doing a job that is a means to an end. Currently, right. I, you know, I want to be... Hang on, this is, one, this is one of your other questions, isn't it? What I want to be doing. So what would I like to do? I would like to do something... Something, something, Luke, <laughs> use your English. Thank you, Luke. I want to do something in either presenting or some sort of entertainment, you know, something like that. Obviously, YouTube is kind of unlocking that inside of me. It was there, like, you know, back when I was at school, I was the goofy kid, always, you know, being silly. You had the confidence to be able to do that yeah, kind of thing. I mean, thing. I'm a fairly confident person, um, which some people... <laughs> Uh, say is arrogance but that's because they misunderstand me so I hate that because I have the same thing I'm truthful with people yeah you and I are both quite similar I think that's why you and I immediately got on is because we're both quite loud when we're together yeah but it's not arrogance it's just a confidence in being being that personality and being who arrogance you are. implies that I love myself. I don't love myself. I think no. I'm pathetic <laughs> in yeah, a lot of I'm, ways. I'm balding, man. I, I hate <laughs> myself. <laughs> I need more hair. So basically being a presenter and stuff, because that's what I'd love to do. I'd love to be a presenter. Admittedly, I've done TV presenting and radio presenting, but I'd love to do it in a more full-time capacity where that's the thing I do every week, like a show that you do. Would there be a show that you'd love to present? Yeah, maybe like a really wacky game show. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, like, um, there's one that I love from a, from a child. I can't remember the name of it, but basically... You Get your own back house. with Dave Benson Phillips? No, but that is a great show. It was a great show. The Mine was from around that sort of time, I think. It was... Uh, I can't remember the name of it. Basically, you just ran around a house looking for stuff. That sounds great. Yeah, so it was a big, obviously, made-up house, but it was, like, 
normal rooms and it'd be Why like do I remember this now? What I was this show? What I can't remember, but now this but, is ringing bells with me, where now I'm remembering contestants like running around a house against the clock trying to get yeah. stuff. And it'd be like, oh, then and then like they have to find then what that clue in that room leads to another room, and it's like the kitchen, and they're just ripping out drawers. It wasn't and... like Dick and Dom in the bungalow or something like that, was it? No, I think they copied this other yeah, show. Maybe it's, they did, yeah. Yeah, it's a very similar. I love that though with the bogeys. Oh bogies. my god, Dick and Dom. There was something I saw recently. Was a guy discovered Dick and Dom in the bungalow now in 2018, <laughs> and li- oh, wow. and watched it and tweeted out live like his review of it. And I think he was like a really respected journalist. Oh really? Yeah, like a verified journalist. Like he had the blue tick and everything, and he oh, was really goodness. big. And he was just going, "I don't understand <laughs> what this is." And watching it now, like you don't realize because well, I think when I was young, I would have killed to have been on that show yeah what do you now go what the fuck is this they just gunge each other throw pies at each other and things yeah, and then shout bogeys in libraries although that did spark an entire generation was, of stuff yeah i mean i wasn't bogey and I was, it was other words you know oh words, yeah but <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i remember all those yeah like yeah tourette's or something the most yeah, exactly. inappropriate that's thing the best to say game at the time. to play with yeah. especially with teachers Ah, uh, Tourette's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Miss uh, Tourette's. <laughs> Actually, Luke, this brings us neatly onto our very last question. I say neatly. Oh. It's time to move on to our final question. <laughs> final question. If heaven exists, Luke, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? This is assuming you've been good and not done something hideous like murder. Well, um... Oh, it's a bit late for that now, is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's not a good reaction to that question. <laughs> I don't know. I never thought about it. Like, I didn't think I'd go to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd actually probably want him to say something like, Bed, you feel silly. Because <laughs> yeah. well, I personally don't believe in God. Actually, what I won't want him to say is, Here's a quick review of your life and shows you everything you think you've been doing in secret. <laughs> like it's a you've been framed selection of yeah. it. Because that's what Liam thought that life would be like. He goes, when you go to heaven, they can like show you all your highlight reels and you can watch it all back. And I was like, what? When did you decide that heaven was suddenly you've been framed of your life? <laughs> God's Jeremy Beadle or whatever his name was. Oh my God. What was that show? Ke- uh, Kaylee's Home Videos or something. Do you remember that? On oh. Sky One. Oh no, I don't know that one. Oh wait, Kirsty's yeah, home was... videos. That was it. Kirsty's home was videos. It. Yeah. My God, it was just you've been framed, but with yeah, some other bitch yeah. presenting it. So you don't really have anything specific that you'd want God to say to you? Yeah, he'd be saying like something like, "Hello, Mister Bolton. Uh, you're in luck. Uh, we've got these fresh sets of hair here for you to try. Yeah, the Which would you like? hair you've been awaiting for all yes, of your life is now ready. My hair. That's how shallow I am. I want my hair back. Is that all it is? <laughs> I actually don't care. It's gone. I, I'm done with that. You're just going to embrace the fact that it's gone. Yeah, well, I can't do anything about it. So I've still got all my hair, but I, I worry I will bald at some stage. Although I'm not showing signs rake. of it. So fingers crossed. You're a hairy rake. So there we go, Luke. We managed to get to know you quite well for the first half hour of this podcast. Just going through the pivot questionnaire, learning things about you that we maybe otherwise wouldn't know. I think we've got to know you very, very well. Although something that I should say that maybe people maybe don't know is that well, I said this last week, is that you guys were some of our first friends that we met while we were doing this, weren't we? We met at Comic-Con yes. last time. Well, yeah, well, the reason we went to Con actually was partly down to you guys actually announcing you were going to Con. I think it was actually James's wife who um, sort of pointed out that a, uh, a group of guys similar to me and James, were at Comic-Con. And we were like, what? And obviously, immediately, jealousy overthrew <laughs> us. And we were like, how have they got their 
how's this happened? So I was just like, let's message him. So I think I commented on one of you and you Mr. Did. H's God, videos. I remember now. I was yeah. Like, How did you guys get a booth at, at Comic Con? And you guys were like, oh, we just, you know, we you just, just signed up like normal. Yeah. On the website. I'm like, what? That easy? So we did And then it. you guys signed up. And yeah. I remember because we had a slight bit of resentment for the fact that you guys signed up because we were the underdogs yeah. until you we, guys uh, came along. And yeah, then we were like, I think oh, you guys fuck, were we lost the underdog ticket. bigger than us. Yeah. Like, but then we met you guys and fell in love with you. So it was like, oh, yeah. well, I can't really maintain yeah, this I anger. That was the year you and uh, you were dressed up as Ash, wasn't it? Yes, that was the year. Yeah, yeah we were so we the- were doing a bit of cosplaying. That was my yeah, first and only attempt. I was so budget that I felt like one of those Chinese bootleg toys, like <laughs> Pokemon. Gotta get lots of them. Kind yeah. of really cheap discount packaging. That's how it <laughs> felt. That's how it looked as well. It was just like a it, random blue thing, the the Pokemon hat. I didn't really realise you were Ash like when we met you. And I was thinking, and I saw the Pikachu and I was thinking... Oh, he's meant to be Ash. Well, I would oh, wander around Ash. with Pikachu because it was Freddy and Freddy would get bored. And so I'd keep him company because he doesn't know where he's going. You can't see anything. He yeah. gets hot and bothered. It'd be better if I was with oh, him. So I'd accompany him around. Freddy. But it's so exciting to finally have another one coming up soon. Yeah, oh, it's very soon, isn't it? Very soon. Uh, almost, well, I don't know if this is going, but it'll be like a month. Will, a this is bit. going live tomorrow morning oh, at time of recording. Holy macaroni with cheese. Indeed. So, yeah, yes. basically people have, there's been no time wasted between this and people hearing it. But, yeah, it's basically in about, I don't know, six weeks or so? Yeah, it's very soon. Me and James are sort of like going, uh, we best actually uh, get the stuff we need for the Comic-Con. That's so you know, true. Like, I need to actually buy city. all my tablecloths and stuff, but I'm so excited to see everyone. It's just one of my favourite times of year, just to get to hang out with all of the friends that we've made over the years. Like, it started yeah. with you guys. Think about it. It started as just us two knowing each other. And look yeah, how and it, look how our massive like network of friends has grown to this crazy, huge number. It? That's so cool to think about. So I've just literally dawned on me, like looking back now over what's actually been achieved. My gosh. Is this going to be two years since we first started going? Because we, we would have met to yeah. at the 2016 one. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, believe so yeah this we shall have to celebrate the two-year anniversary of luke and james play and game hog yes now another thing we can do to celebrate a bit of luke and james play and game hog is play one of my favorite features on the hogcast which is called haiku do you think you are now for those of you who are maybe just joining us for your first ever hogcast haiku do you think you are is a little game i put together where basically i ask you guys to recommend a subject matter to me and the guests that i have on the hogcast basically we sit down and try and come up with three haiku coups on your subject matter and you guys get to vote on which one you think was the best and then we crown a winner each week so last week it looks like it's a tie between jim and i on the first dates haiku subject matter that liam recommended and that was a lot of fun so do go check those ones out if you haven't already we've had some really really great recommendations and the haikus have been amazing fun this is my favorite feature that we do on the hogcast and i'm very very excited to do this now this week's topic that we've got is shower thoughts, which for those of you who don't necessarily know what a shower thought is, it's like a random thought or those bizarre thoughts you have at 3 a.m. when you're trying to get to sleep and your brain goes, imagine a world without herbs. <laughs> you know, shit like that, where it's just suddenly very, very strange. That is a shower thought. So, Luke, you were saying that you kind of struggled with this section a yeah, little bit. Yeah, and after you just, with that explanation, I've kind of realised I've very I've taken that very literally. Oh, God, so you were just in the shower. <laughs> I've based my haiku, do you think you are, on... 
in and around the shower. <laughs> so, admittedly, admittedly, my first one does involve showering. So I don't think that's the worst so bad. <laughs> well, fair <laughs> enough. Right, Luke. Well, why don't you kick us off with your first haiku? Do you think you are? Okay, so my first one is this. I'm going to start off with a simple one, I believe. Okay. <clears throat> right. I don't know how to read this. I haven't set it out very well. So here okay. we go. When I'm showering, random thoughts enter my brain, then they wash away. Oh, I like that one. <laughs> I like that one. It's because it, wanted- it's not necessarily funny, but it's apt. I really yeah. like it. It's so true. It's poetic. And that's the point of this feature, yeah, I guess. So I thought, I'm going to be smart with this one. <laughs> that's great. Can I just say, by the way, that my third one today might be my proudest bit of work I've ever wow. done. Oh, God. And why I don't have you know done why. this with me? I can't believe you've done this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. So it's time for my first haiku. Do you think you are? I once attempted shower ventriloquism but started crying. <laughs> now that's a true story. <laughs> I was ve- it's not necess- I wasn't necessarily in the shower, but I was very very drunk one night. I'd come home okay. from a night out back in my family home and I was having a cigarette outside back when I smoked. And I was so drunk that I suddenly I, I don't know where my thought train had gone, but I was suddenly on the bit where I suddenly started going I wonder if I could be a ventriloquist or if, if I'm any good at ventriloquism. So I started practicing it. And at the time, I thought I was really, really good at it. And I burst into tears at what I'd become. <laughs> what <the laughs> it was a really strange moment. I was clearly quite drunk. But it was it's kind of based on a true story, I guess. So that's my first haiku, do you think you are? But Luke, what is your second haiku, do you think you are? <clears throat> right. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> What could be better than a nice ample bosom? A soapy bosom. <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> a soapy bosom. Okay, these I like these because they're wholesome. They're true. Yeah. They're very true. I'm just honest. I can't really. <laughs> yeah, they're honest. I resonate with all of them on a different level. I think this is great because this is another way of seeing inside your head and seeing what direction you went with with this task. That's one of the reasons I like this so much. See, I went for a slightly different thing here. Okay. Imagine a world where your balls are full of air. Would there be wrinkles? <laughs> this is because I've always wondered, is there a surgery you can get to have your nutsack filled with air? Because then it would just be like, you know, it'd be like one of those those percussion toys that you shake and it has nuts in them. But would that well, be like a maracas. good thing? Yeah, like maracas kind of things. <laughs> it'd be amazing. Jeez. I don't know if that's an actual thing. But I've, I've always wondered if it would. And would it get rid of all the wrinkles in one sack? It may get rid of the wrinkles, but it might stop the testes functioning correctly. Maybe you're right. I didn't think of that. It would Because they need to retreat uh, to, uh, and extend themselves so they that can cool them. <laughs> but, you know, let's not get scientific. <laughs> okay, Luke, what is your third haiku do you think you are for the haiku do you think you are section here on right. the podcast? Okay. Now, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just going to hit you with it. Okay, I'm ready. God, I hope this glass is translucent, as I've started wanking now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. It's based on my actual bathroom as when you shower. Y- you hoping it's not as visible the, as you it? are. You are basically standing level with the window. So obviously 
like if anyone was standing outside they'd see the your glass, genitals yeah you would be on full view just showering <laughs> you might as well be just showering outside essentially so that's obviously I just need to give you that context of where I've got that from fair enough and obviously I also wanking my shower <laughs> 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 Ah, fair enough. I guess that's fine. Now, mine, this is a genuine shower thought I've had. Ooh. And I actually posted this on the shower thought Reddit. And I've managed to condense oh, it wow. down into haiku form. So here we go. Here's my third and final haiku. Do you think you are? The word for quad bike implies that it has four wheels, but also has two. Ah, oh. how great is that? Yeah, I'm really proud of that. It's a bike. A bike a is, is short for bicycle, which means bicycle two wheels. Yeah. Two and wheels, a quad yeah. bike is saying it's a four two wheeled thing, which actually what? implies it's got eight wheels. Yeah. So, but dude, <laughs> what? How cool what? is that? <laughs> I have just blown your minds with my haiku. This is amazing. That's nutty. I told you I was proud of my third one. <laughs> it's a thought I just had one day where I just realized, oh my god, this is this is a thing. Do you guys have any <laughs> any response to me? Because I like asking occasional conundrums on this. Last week we were asking, if you travel back in time and have sex with someone, is that cheating? <laughs> I love how Jim just destroyed that. <laughs> well, actually, I was thinking about it. Is like, yes, he did destroy it, but at the same time... It, did he not destroy it? Because part of me's thinking you would have had sex because you've gone back. You've had sex like eighty-seven times, where she's only had sex eighty-six. Do you see what well, I mean? She has. No, but she has. She's had it. You've had it with the same human. Hang on, stop the music. Stop the music. By the way, you guys, if you've enjoyed the haikus, tell us in the comment section if you're watching on YouTube who you think was the best haiku this week, and we'll decide next week who the winner was. Now, carry Ooh. on with this. You think that someone who's gone back in time is not cheating on their wife? No, as long as they are sleeping with their wife. Yeah, but think about it. So Jim said he would go back to before they fuck. But what I'm suggesting is you've, you doing that would mean that she would only have had sex 86 times, but you would have had sex 87 times because you've already done that. It doesn't matter if you're going back and interrupting the act. You've already done it. Yeah, but that's not cheating. Is it not? I don't think so. I don't know. We've, this this may be... I may have to ask this to all the guests as we go through What's the What's the definition cast? of cheating? It's, sleep, it's not being faithful to your current partner. But it's not your current partner. It's your partner it in is, the past. Yeah, if it's your current partner. But it depends if you believe in multiverse theory or not, Luke. This is my your, problem. That's your past partner, isn't it? I suppose. Your partner in the past. Your partner in the past. Your past partner. But you're still with them in the future. Oh, God. My head's hurting now. Doing that act wouldn't change the future. You'd still be with them unless it was horrible sex. <laughs> that one time might be the time they go, that's enough. Yeah, I'm, I'm not never, doing never that going again back. I might go back and stop myself <laughs> from doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Interestingly, this brings us on to actually another one of our features. I'm going to bring us on to Super Tiny Wily Hoggy Boggy Nonsense! <laughs> Now, what Super Timey Wimey Hoggy Boggy Nonsense is, is basically a time travel segment. Luke and I discuss a period in either our lives or in history or potentially in the future that we would like to visit and a reason why we'd like to visit. In the past episodes, I've gone back to revisit my childhood or people like Liam have gone back to revisit the dawn of YouTube and try and get ahead of the game. But Luke, where would you go if you were going back in time? What would you do? Or would you go forward in time? And would it be in your life or in history? 
I can't really choose okay. um, between these two. It wouldn't be anything to do with me. I'm just pretty insignificant, to be honest. <laughs> right. Aren't we all? <laughs> sure, yeah. Ooh, deep. Can I can I say the two? I, I'm, or should I just yeah, pick one? Yeah, go on. on. Let, let's discuss your two. All right. So let's do going, in, going back in time. I'd like to go back in time to when uh, like the pyramids and stuff were being built. Sure. Not because I want to fucking help build them. <laughs> But I want to see, like, I'm really curious to see if they, you know, because people believe they have many different uses and meanings. Uh, you know, they would use one of them as like a device to shoot a beam into the sky or something. I think you've been watching Transformers too much. I play a lot of Assassin's Creed as well. So, <laughs> but no, obviously none of that is, there are truths to some of it and whatever. Aliens. Sure. <laughs> Aliens. But like, I'd just be really interested to, and obviously that's a really interesting time period in time ancient egypt and all that sort of stuff well interestingly in ancient egypt the pyramids were already there and were already ancient by that point exactly and that's the cool bit so i guess going back and seeing egypt prior to that and then it all being built for the first time that'd be mental yeah and and, like obviously they built like and to see some of the secret bits they put in and stuff like that obviously not just the pyramids there's all sorts of stuff that was going on would you go back and graffiti what, like Luke was here? Well, yeah, I'd, I'd do a big cock and balls on the inside of one of the pyramids or something. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, it'd be amazing. Would that change the, t- the future? Would that part of the pyramid crumble because I've etched away it and it prematurely erodes? See, Luke, these, these are exactly the kind of questions we want during super timey-wimey hoggy-boggy nonsense. Super it's asking timey. questions like this, making sure that we know what effect we're having on the space-time continuum by yeah. doing this. Yours are a bit more interesting than mine. So that's the going back, but what's your going yeah. forward one? So I want to go forwards. This is this is sort of to. I mean, I recently watched um, a series on Netflix called Altered Carbon. Oh right, yeah, very popular series right now. Yeah, it's great. Obviously, recommend it highly. But um, I love in the idea of it. Obviously, you're stored basically in this. Let's call it a hard drive, just for sure, just for sake of argument. And you know, just want to see if obviously that sort of thing is happening uh, in the future because obviously people. People now think it's possible for that to happen. And like you could just be stored in a, you know, a storage device and then be put into any other avatar of a body or whatever. Well, see, that to me is my ideal. That's what I want from my existence because I don't want to die and I don't want to succumb to mortal biology. I want to be immortal and I want to see the full evolution and destruction of this universe to the fullest of my ability. Because that would be mine as well, actually, what you've just said there. Yeah, Altered Carbon also sort of does that in the show and shows you what people we do with immortality does it really and, discuss that because that's actually something yeah. i'd be really interested in it's really worth a watch they also sort of uh, gloss over some parts of religion obviously because religion a lot of religions deal with you know if you're good now or when you die then you're rewarded etc obviously this you can't this, die so how do you get you, no good, one how really do you dies. go to heaven what's the idea yeah, of heaven so, if there's no afterlife yeah exactly so basically the people who are rich can afford for these storage devices uh, and obviously have just as many cloned bodies and etc as they need whereas you're poor you might necessarily get put so you could be uh, a 78 year old woman and you get put into the body of a, a drug dealing gang leader body of a male right so 
you know, that happens. You just get what's on hand at the time. I see. Well, that's a really interesting. I've got to watch this series. This sounds great. You should really watch this it. This is stuff I've explored in my brain before. So that's really exciting. It's really interesting. You should definitely watch it. And also, it, it, it makes me think of what that, you know, that could potentially happen in some form. I don't know how extreme it would be, but basically the people who are immortal basically live as gods. Interesting. They control what happens because they've got so much money. Just imagine Donald Trump, but doesn't die. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, and God. more and more money. Yeah, essentially. I think the only so, solace people take in the fact that Donald Trump is... Pr- Donald Trump? Donald Trump is president is the fact that he'll die he eventually. He will die. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the only solace we have in knowing that he's in there is that man will eventually die and it'll be great. Exactly. That's a so, bit yeah. harsh, but it'll probably be better for the world. <laughs> I was going to say, obviously, death is really important in life. That's a, that's a very deep sentence to to throw into this podcast. Wow. Well, I'm going to have to think about that. Yeah. Well, obviously, it's it's important for death. If you look at it in the natural world, death is just part of life. Some like ecosystems need things to die. Well, in the wild, quote unquote, humans are meant <laughs> to only have a life expectancy of about 30. So we're breeding ready at about 15, 14, 15, 16. Yeah. So what we're meant to do is raise our offspring to breeding ready age and then die freeing up valuable resources for the next generation that's how humans are meant to work but we have things like vaccines and antibiotics and things like that yeah see that obviously then makes you think like is it giving us a false sense of we have something more to do in the universe oh you think it maybe gives us a higher sense of purpose than we have possibly who knows if you just like I was saying about babies, how useless they are. You look at a newborn baby gazelle or whatever; they're out running around doing whatever they need to very early on. <laughs> Whereas a human baby, takes... <laughs> it's useless. It can't do anything. Yeah, it's it's so useless for such a long period you of time. You do have a point. You do have a very. Good I do point. have a point, and I might have a really horrible view on babies, but who cares? But it is apt. It's true, my view. and you're right. Giraffes and shit. They. They're literally kind of, yeah. they're flung to the floor out of the vagina yeah. of the mother and they get up absolutely fine. Yeah, from like six foot up. They're just <laughs> exactly. shot straight out. That's one hell of an introduction to life, yeah. isn't it? There you go, you're alive now. Deal, <laughs> Deal with, with that. Yeah. This is gravity, by the way. <laughs> See, part of me thinks that like the idea of travelling to the future for super timey-wimey hoggy-boggy nonsense, I imagine we've got these ideas of, oh, we'll all be mechanic and stuff like that, but I imagine it's not going to look any different. Lloyd's Bank will still be a thing. Uh, Pizza Express will still look the way it looks. Cars won't look all that different. Like in the 80s, if you look at their future. I remember reading a book from like 1960 that said it is the year 2002 and robots roam the earth. And I was reading this in like 2003. (laughs) And it was like, oh God, like this is this is such a warped view of the future and it was actually disheartening because i was suddenly like oh fuck that means none of the stuff that we've been thinking about and imagining in the future is going to be real yeah but we've probably advanced in much more useful ways than that than flying cars luke i don't think so no there are flying cars it does exist that is true but not that not in the way that i want them yeah well if elon musk gets his own way i'm sure that is true luckily we have elon musk so inevitably we'll end up with this kind of shit being mass produced so it'll all be fine So, Luke, you and I are going to move on to another one of our sections. This is another section from the podcast called 
Am I Normal? Am I Normal is basically throwing out things that are maybe typical for your life, but maybe atypical in society, hmm. and are things that you consider normal. But actually, it turns out other people might do them. So one of mine was, growing up, I always thought that there were sharks in swimming pools. And it turns out this is quite common. But we've had other people saying other things. Like one of mine last week was... I've basically always grown up with weird words in my family. So anything like sorry or any word that ends with a Y becomes oh, Sorens yeah. or curry becomes yeah. currents and things like that. And I like that. We had a couple of other people in the comment section saying that people saying the word rum instead of room and things like that. Or you saying that fairy. I think Kastaroff said she calls fairy liquid or she calls all washing up liquid. Oh, fairy, fairy up liquid. liquid. Or fairy up liquid. That was it. Fairy up liquid. Yeah. See, I thought I call that was it great. That as well. I call it that as well for some reason. But that's to do with the brands, isn't it? So do you have anything normal or unnormal? This is from when I was younger. Um, I can't quite fully remember this, obviously. I was very young. Right. But um, basically, I used to think that uh, the cartoons I watched on a VHS tape uh, were endless. So that when the screen turned off, their lives were carrying on. No. So what I I thought... So... (laughs) This is obviously my, my infantile brain right. forgot like the first episode. So if I then rewatched the like literally from that, let's say the last episode in that VHS finished and the new, the other one started, I just thought that was the continuation from I had forgotten. Oh my that, god, that your your attention one, span was so short. Yes, that you'd forgotten. I was extremely it was hyperactive thing. as a child. Oh my god. Yeah, um, and just for reference, it was called Dog Tanyon. Dog it was about three Musketeers that were dogs, yeah. Oh my god! Weirdly, I I actually did the same thing, but I uh, it was what I said, which is when they finished, I I thought their lives continued, continued. off camera. So when Land Before Time ends, I was like asking my parents that like, I want to go and see them, and it's like they're like, <laughs> no, you don't understand. <laughs> they're not real. I don't think that's that unusual. I think that's pretty normal. Mine is mine's a bit more. Dull in that I'm I'm obsessive about not touching handrails. That's a London thing, I think. I think it is a London thing, and also it's a germaphobe thing. Like I I know mm. how disgusting the tubes are, and I've seen people cough into their hands and put their hand back on the bar. It's just like I I want to stab people. That needs to be made illegal. In fact, that might be what, one of my people? that might be <laughs> one of mine for things later on. One of my one of the features later on. But that is. I, I can't well, wanting stand to stab that. people. Yeah, no, basically penalty of death if you sneeze without covering your mouth or you don't cover your <laughs> mouth sufficiently You're when coughing. You're such coughing. a germaphobe. Oh no, it, but it's disgusting. And like, I remember there was yeah. this old man on the shoe while I was going to work one day, and just without covering his mouth or even an attempt, just went. Like really loudly, I just out to the middle of the carriage, and some woman, a couple of people, down me went, oh, "Bless you!" And I wanted, to, I looked at her with anger, and was going to go like, "No, don't say thank you, you awful bitch! He's just trying to kill you." That man needs punishment. <laughs> no, I really, really get oh, my goat. I really, I really get my goat. So yeah, I, I have to get during winter, especially when everyone's ill. I carry loads of that hand liquid because. Oh, so you I must anything, really enjoy oh. my presence at Comic Con then. Oh yeah, because you cough all the time. I catch all sorts of AIDS. Yeah, and so I get really nervous. The cons are the one time I don't need to be ill because I have to be energetic yeah. the entire time. And so meeting what? anyone, shaking loads of hands, and hugging loads of people, I have to just use that stuff obsessively. So I'm a bit of a germaphobe without being a germaphobe. Because, like, for instance, I won't wash my hands every time when I go for a piss. Things like that. No, neither do I. But but then someone said to me, why don't you do that? And I went, well, 
Because at no point, I didn't touch the toilet during that time. All I touched was my penis. And my penis is clean, thank you very much. How dare you imply my penis isn't clean? Yeah, you're not fondling the tip, are you? <laughs> That's the dirty part. I wasn't planning That's on it. No. I was just kind of, you know, pissing into my hand and just kind of washing that yeah. about, sloshing it do about I, a bit. Yeah. That's Does the kind it go of in my I hand? Oh. Do I do it into this bowl of water here? <laughs> I don't, I'm not quite sure. How does this pissing work? Were there any shows or any cartoons or movies that you watched obsessively as a child? Like, speaking of the videos you watched when you were a kid. I, it used to be Scooby-Doo, but I was actually scared of Scooby-Doo. Oh, Scooby-Doo is very easy to get scared of when you're a very young kid, yeah, though. Yeah, I was terrified of that as a child, but I still like watching it. Um, but yeah, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Interesting. Was one. Uh, Power Rangers. This may seem unusual, but I, A, grew up hating the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles for some reason, and B, I can't stand Nickelodeon. <laughs> All of their art... I, when I was a baby, I was really... Or not baby, but a young kid, I was really superficial for no reason, <laughs> other than, like, I really didn't like ugly things. I didn't like ugly dogs, or I didn't like ugly colours. Mm. I only liked nice, pretty, attractive things. And Nickelodeon, I hated all of their art styles. They were really yeah. ugly. It mostly came from that show, Real Monsters. Was that oh, what they right, were yeah. called? That is pretty grotesque, Yeah, but really. exactly. But that warped every view I had of Nickelodeon forever, because it was so ugly and grotesque. And as a result, I, I think that's another am I normal. When I was a kid, I was really obsessive with, like, superficial stuff. I needed it to look nice and be clean. Yeah, see, on the sort of flip side to that, well, not really, but just a continuation, when I sort of discovered Toonami on Cartoon Network... Oh, those are the days. And that, yeah, obviously, and that was my sort of introduction to anime. Like, just that sort of art style. The ocean dub of Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, oh. obviously, Dragon Ball Z. When I Like, one of my first episodes to that was when... Piccolo uh, gets his arm cut off and grows it back. And I was like, oh, wow. interesting. Because one of my first was the one where Piccolo takes Gohan to the desert and Gohan transforms into the Uzaru. Ah, uh, into the giant yeah, monkey. Yeah, it was the first episode of Dragon Ball I uh, ever saw. Right. And I was yeah, like, six so that, or seven. And I was like, this is like, this is like adult cartoons. I know. Right? I was like, I can't, can I watch this? And then, and like, I watched one called, I think it was Tenchi Muyo or something Tenchi like that. Muyo! Yo, yeah, I don't know if I said I it right. I watched that on Toonami as well. Oh my god. Classics, mate. I loved that. I didn't really get it. I thought it was like a piss take of Star Wars. I didn't quite understand it either. I don't think they no. ever released the episodes in order. No, I don't think they did. So obviously that kind of fed my knowledge to like that shows sort of just <laughs> they just continued forever. Yeah, like, right, because none of it made any fucking sense. No, exactly. And I just thought, well, Guess like, I'll never run out of these. <laughs> when did you start getting into Yu-Gi-Oh when you were young? Because actually, this is something that you and I have both like. We've always been into it, but we've brought it back into our lives recently, I and it's become can't. like a furious obsession of mine. Yeah, hugely obsessed right now. I. It's hard to say when. It was probably quite late. Actually, it was probably when I left secondary school. Right, so when you were like sixteen to eighteen, kind yeah, of. Yeah, because it. When I was in secondary school, it was Pokemon was still the thing. Right. And I mean, obviously I had loads of Pokemon cards, but I never played Pokemon cards. No, Pokemon cards. the game, Pokemon cards the game is really boring. It, yeah. I mean, I've not played it now. I think it's very different now. Yes, probably. I'm sure I don't it know. is. Don't care. Uh, but I've played I a like couple Pokemon. of years ago. But um, yeah, like it was Pokemon cards at school. But then when I left or near the end, uh, a friend of mine, you've met him, Jamel. Oh yeah, Jamel. Yeah. yeah. Um, I did like a live stream with him at Fnatic once, so other people might have seen him as well. But he he got me into Yu-Gi-Oh. He was like, "Dude, you need to play this card game." Um, I was like, "Okay, whatever." And obviously, I think he got me into it actually. Right. 
I don't think I watched the anime until obviously you showed me the card game. So yeah, my, uh, so I don't know what sort of age I was, probably about 16, 17. Interesting, because I think mine, so I was a bit younger there, it was about 2002, so I was about 9 or 10. Oh, wow, yes. Yeah. And basic, I basically like, I think I watched the anime and went, this is great. And then one time while I was in game with my mum, I think mm. it was a fireworks night, if I remember correctly, or I was out for dinner or something. We went past game and they had these things like now Yu-Gi-Oh cards in. And so we went in and my mum bought my brother and I a Yu-Gi-Oh and Kyber deck each. <laughs> so it was just like nice. oh wow and we took those home and we played all night and it basically turned into just get loads of packs of cards until you've got loads of cards from the anime i had no real idea how the game worked other than attack and defense points i didn't really know how yeah. effect worked it was quite simple to start with like at the beginning wasn't it it was they didn't have all this getting other stuff. back into it now jesus oh, christ yeah. i've bought a deck recently from uh, that's kind of dinosaurs because I've, i love dinosaurs and i love dragons so i thought hell i'll make a blue eyes white dragon deck i'll make a dinosaur deck and it'll be great Classic, the amount yeah. of shit you have to think about with these decks is mental it's not just the yeah. thing of i'll put in this card because i like it there's so much stuff you have to think about and it's the same with there's jewel a lot of strategy behind it yeah exactly loads of strategy that's why i like it and you need to be able to think about the synergy and the combos you can do and the way mm. you can overwhelm your opponent and i kind of like it i think it's really fun i'm looking forward to playing a against people when we get to mcm oh yeah that'd be good also you and what, i the need actual to have physical a card game. as well yeah the physical card game yeah 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 definitely see that's what i did a lot of i did that really a lot of dueling like with people that's what got me into it mainly and that's the thing i'm looking forward to i don't know any communities actually i went to a card shop today that was in tooting and it was really really cool all right and they actually apparently do tournaments every month or every weekend have little meetups and stuff where people cool. come I've in never and trade. Been in a tournament. So i may try entering a tournament seeing how i do but who knows That'd be cool. if you guys are Yu-Gi-Oh fans at all do come into the discord the gamehog discord because we have a Yu-Gi-Oh chat room and a lot of us have been playing Yu-Gi-Oh duel links at the moment so if you want somewhere to come and talk about that show us your cards show us your dual links thing then coming to the gamehog discord is a good place to go and also you can also follow gamehog on twitter at gamehog games and luke where can people find a luke and james play luke and james play lives on youtube but we're also on twitter and our twitter handle is the only one that's different yes annoyingly so you, you need to engage your brain for this one it's luke james play but everything else is youtube.com forward slash Luke and James play, twitch.tv forward slash Luke and James play, Instagram, the Facebooks, the Facey B, of course, the Twitch. The Twitch. We're on the Twitch. Certainly. So these are all things yes. that you can check out, Luke and James. And we had Jim giving the spiel of what you guys do last week. But for those people who yeah. maybe didn't listen to Jim last week, why don't you give a quick roundup of what it is Luke and James play does? Well, we uh, create some feculent content. <laughs> no, we, me and Jim sort of try and try and. Uh, it's an excuse for us to hang out, basically. That's exactly <laughs> what Jim said. That's essentially what it is. But yeah, we we co-op's a thing we want to try and keep alive. Sure. So obviously it does exist. There's games that obviously keep it going, but the the old style of couch co-op gameplay with you know with in the same room. Obviously, because of the internet now, you don't really need to be in the same room. But you're losing out on an experience there. You certainly are. Like, and it's great yeah, to see. And you that's guys what we're trying to sort of. Our channel's not really doing that, I don't think, but. You know, when when we when we get a game, which we currently have one called A Way Out, which is awesome. That's by perfect the way. for your channel. Yeah, it it almost seems like it was designed for that sort of. Well, it is designed for a couch co-op experience. So yeah, that and it's good to see some developers still embracing that, and that's what we want to see. We want to see more developers encouraging that. Like gaming is a social thing, and obviously the Switch, which you love at the moment, I adore Ed, it. Is 
is is doing just that. Like you could do, you could play with strangers if you wanted. Well, the Nintendo like, you know. Switch is the Luke and James play console in a way because it it's yeah. designed to take it out and about with you to play with other people who may or may not have the same console. You could just hand them a controller, and you guys are playing a local game. And I said this last week. That to me is amazing that's the best thing you could ever do with games and they've made a brilliant decision by making dark souls on the switch oh my god that's gonna be what all we're playing move. at mcm last year it was mario odyssey uh, we yeah. stayed up till five when having to get up at like 8 30 <laughs> yeah, just, I think I yeah that was so bad we stayed up so late just trying to do stuff as the t-rex but i can't wait to play dark souls all of us together oh, that's gonna be amazing oh, that's gonna be the so amiibo cool. i've never cared for amiibos but it's it's night solaire doing the praise the sun is it oh, i need to to get yeah. that then because I don't care about them either I did want to get some no. of the Breath of the Wild ones because I love Breath of the Wild mm. so much and yeah, I kind of wanted well, to immortalise yeah, that but I've got enough Breath of the Wild stuff I didn't need any amiibos I just borrowed my mates and got all the bonus shit from him exactly that's what you need man anyway Luke it's time for us to move on to one of our final features of the Game Hog Hogcast now this is a feature that I like to call Let's Play God <sighs> And you have to say it like that, and the reverb will kick in, so Luke, give it a try. <clears throat> Let's play God! It's amazing, isn't it? It just makes you feel yes. powerful, aroused. I feel like God. You feel like God. So, Luke, basically, well, for those of you who don't know what this section is, basically, Luke and I discuss something that we would change either about society or about human beings as a whole, and we basically discuss what we'd change, what we'd remove, and the effect that would have on other people. So one of the things I would have would be the ability to show people your memories or your dreams wow. like a video. Or be able to watch those back. And I think Black Mirror experienced this in one of their plot lines. But I think that would be a great idea, don't you? To be able to go like, someone goes, I don't believe you were doing this. And you go, yes, I was. Here's the footage of my brain. Well, yeah. That'd be amazing. Would you be able to use that in court as well? You certainly would, because that would be actually, that'd be amazing. That'd be great. Yeah, so that kind of ties in with Altered Carbon a little bit, Ed. They... They spin, they call it spinning people up. They bring people back just to have them stand trial in court. Wow. Uh, as witnesses and things. Yeah. So that court sort of works with your little thing there. So wow, anyway. dude. Okay. Thought. I'm going to watch Altered Carbon. You've sold me on Altered Carbon in this podcast. Yeah, you if watch you it, guys have also been sold on Altered Carbon just by Lukey's description of it, do let us know in the comment section below or on Twitter. And by the way, guys, if you are listening to the audio version of this podcast and you've heard any parts of this that you would like to engage with, do head over, migrate over to the YouTube one. And be sure to leave us a lovely old comment so we can respond to you. But what would be your Let's Play God? Is there anything you would change? So, yeah, I would... I don't know. I haven't really thought this through very well, I think. But this is my answer. I want to remove labels. In what way? So not... So as in the the labels people get as in... Uh, or, well, I'm straight. I'm homosexual. You know, I'm this. I'm that. Make it so there's not... There's not any stigma or anything like that attached to anything. It's just the idea of love. Yeah, you are you. That's it. But to me, I now I obviously there's people who disagree with this, but I personally think that is what everyone is. There's this whole argument of various genders and stuff and how many there are, yeah. or what they are, or that it's a spectrum. And real, realistically, I don't know all the science on it, so I cannot and will not comment on whether that is a thing or not. But... The one thing I never hear discussed when people say all this is they they never mention that a personality is fluid. 
personality is the fluid thing in people and that's the thing that yeah. makes you you and there's people who don't embrace their personality and there's people who do and the people who do yeah. are the ones who are just incredibly able to just say that they're gay or say that they're not or say that they're comfortable with their sexuality and i agree with you that would be a wonderful world if you could just yeah. go i feel like this and have everyone go great yeah. like this week i might try guys yeah and that's and that's you know, fine and, that's and fine. i don't have to run that by you no and and the world won't hate you for it you know and it works with poor like okay you don't have much money fair enough but that's so, the kind of way you have to you work have with it now okay. i think it's like i've had friends who've come out and i think i gave the wrong reaction that they wanted not in a kind of like i went what in but i went okay so yeah, like, it's not a big deal. And that wasn't necessarily... I don't think that was what they were expecting. I think they were mm. expecting, like, a, really? Oh, or something like that. But to me, I don't care. Like, that's like, that's like great, well done that you've managed to do that. But, like, you, nothing's changed. All that's changed is you were the same person I knew eight seconds before you told me that, but you liked something different than you liked than what I knew eight seconds ago. It doesn't really yeah. change anything. So I, I do agree with you there. It's like the idea of ancient Greek culture. They didn't. It wasn't a case of being gay or being straight. Men would have sex with other men because it was the idea of having sex with a first-class citizen. So there was still a social stigma behind that, and still labels. But the idea of love yeah. was less of a less of a kind of stigma, I guess. And like women were just maybe was it just women were just for reproduction at the time in Greek time? I think and women that were actually a bit fun. more respected. I may have that wrong, but I don't think they were as kind of oppressed as they were in more eighteenth nineteenth right. century when things started to get a little bit worse. Well, yeah, because they have goddesses don't they in greek uh absolutely so, so why would you if you did if you were a patriarchal society that didn't respect women although we live in a patriarchal society now and mary magdalene and the mother mary are very much maternal figures in religious stuff so yeah. i don't know i guess that's not necessarily a thing but also without the labels you wouldn't be like oh yeah i'm a christian and all that crap well that's true that comes down to jim's from last week where he said he would yeah, well, ironically his let's play god was i would remove religion i didn't point out the yeah. irony of that at the time but christ yeah well <laughs> a godlike figure indeed a deity as to not offend people yeah. i suppose we'll go for that just someone of empower but then if you were in power how would you get there you would have to be... No, that's a good point. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Would you be voted there? You know, all that crap, so... I like your answer, though. I like your idea of basically the idea of no labels, but just having freedom of personality, freedom of expression, freedom of love, and no yeah. questioning oh, going maybe, on. Or maybe just be, you're human. Yeah, if you're a like, human. okay, you're a human, that's a dog. End of story. Like, that's it. Doesn't matter if you associate as male and female and all that nonsense. Okay, if you look like a guy, okay, maybe you're a guy, maybe you're a woman, who knows? So, does it matter? If you know, like you say, your personality. Do you know what, Luke? I think you've you've, you've brought a really, really wholesome and warm point to end this <laughs> hogcast on, and I think that's a really, really lovely way of ending. Let's play God and also the hogcast. However, it is not the end of the hogcast because, as I Ooh. said at the beginning, we do top and tail all of our hogcasts with a questionnaire. And by oh, God, okay. have I got a belter for you? So, Luke, Ooh. are you ready to face a quickfire questionnaire? It's basically a series of questions where it's going to be slightly weird or slightly random or maybe even slightly boring questions, but I don't want you to think about them. Right, no thinking. I want you to rattle the answers off as quickly as you can. Don't think too much. Try not to process the information. I need you to answer as quick as possible because this is just to test how you think on your feet and to get to know you a little bit more. Are you going to try and trip me up and make me say something mean? I'm not going to try and do that, okay. but we'll, we never Fair know enough. what might happen. So, Luke <laughs> of Luke and James Play, okay. are you ready to face the Game Hog Quickfire questionnaire? Aye, I'm ready. Your time starts 
now. Luke or James? Luke. Incorrect. James or Luke? Luke. Incorrect. Luke or James? Edward. Correct. Yes. Tomatoes or lemons? Lemons. Bricks or Twix? Twix. Correct. <laughs> what color are my trousers? Orange. Incorrect. What color are your trousers? I'm not wearing trousers. Correct. <laughs> On a visit to the monkey forest near Stoke, mm, whilst roaming around the free-range macaques, James <laughs> is suddenly abducted by a large gorilla with a thirst for Let's Players. Ah. Luckily, you brought your trusty shotgun Jemima with you in case something like this were to happen. As you steady your weapon and prepare to take the life of this bloodthirsty, raging beast, what awesome, kick-ass one-liner do you utter? Taste this, beast! <laughs> okay, fine, I'll give you a point for that one. Sorry. <laughs> what would the channel be called if James wasn't cool? Uh... Plays. <laughs> uh, no, I'm afraid it's Luke and Lame's play. What would the channel be called if James was a knighted female? Uh, You've taken too long, I'm afraid late. it was Luke and Dame's play. Oh, and finally, it. what would the channel be called if it was just you, but you were inside a painting? I'm sorry, you've taken too long. It would be Luke and Frames play. <laughs> Jesus. I'm not That's proud brilliant. of that one. Okay, That's what great. type of animal is Peter Rabbit? A hare? Incorrect. Oh. Okay, Luke, you've done fairly well so far, <laughs> but now it's time for the final question. Are you ready? Indeed I am. Try and say the entire alphabet in seven seconds, but omitting all vowels. And if you make a mistake, you must start again. You have three attempts to try and do this. Begin. B, C, D... F... No. Is F1? I don't know now. How can you do that without thinking? Um. Ah. You might as well just got me to do it backwards and just be useless. <laughs> <laughs> Luke, that was one of my favorite Sorry. questionnaires I think we've done. I'm going to say that you got, I don't know, we'll give you, I'm going to give you six, actually. I'm going to yes! give you six points, which means currently you're winning. You are winning yes! the questionnaire. Yes! The Game of Quickfire questionnaire is currently Luke at the top of the leaderboard because you had some yes! cracking answers today. Luke yes! of Luke and James Play, it has been wonderful talking to you today, and I hope you've had fun on the Hogcast. Always have fun when we get join join heads. When Ed, we get to join we get heads. Our cocks out. No, I <laughs> <laughs> I agree, and I'm looking forward to doing more of our live streams together, and especially things like MCM yes. together. So, guys, if you have enjoyed this hogcast, make sure that you check out both Game Hogs' other videos, and also go and check out Luke and James play. They do live streams on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and a Friday, yes. uh, varying from both James and Luke. So you'll get to have both sides of the Luke and James coin, which is always lovely. But I think this has been great fun. I've had an awful lot of fun doing this, and next week on the hogcast, I'm intending to get the one and only the beautiful, the talented Isla McTeer on the Hogcast. Ah. So hopefully we'll have a nice little anime discussion. So look forward to that, anime. guys. But Luke, once again, thank you very much for joining me on the Hogcast. And guys, be sure to like this video if you guys are listening on Spotify. Spotify? No, on YouTube. That's the one where you do the <laughs> liking and things. And make sure you leave us comments about our haikus and any quirky things you would like to add to any of our features. Anyway, guys, we will see you in the next Hogcast. Take care. Bye, Zs. 
Bye, everyone. Bye. 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 Bye.